bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews and welcome back to another episode of spoiled movie reviews i am your host rod joined as always well sometimes actually by my co-host karen yeah i'm, I'm a sometimes y'all <laughs> uh and we are here to give you movie reviews all right for movies you've either seen don't ever plan on seeing or don't care about spoilers because we spoiled the movie today's movie is fast x uh we'll talk about that we'll talk about the trailers we saw before the movie we'll talk about your comments on guardians of the galaxy you left some we'll get to those uh the rock is back in the post credits that's right it's a spoiled movie review guys i tried to tell you i tried to tell you um all right so let's get into it let's start first with the trailers uh we went to the actual movie theater it was a it was a great uh fun and easy experience you know mm-hmm. it wasn't that many people in there that was a weird thing that happened though right for some reason before the last day or so it only showed two o'clock showings at the amc that we go to right and and i was like well that doesn't make sense that the movie would be only at 2 p.m yeah. on a thursday and then i said you know what let me just buy the tickets for a different theater at a different time because so we can go at a reasonable time and for some reason when we when i went on there today to check the 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 times were back and we were able to go to a 4 30 showing but wow what a weird thing and i don't know how or why that happened happened? i wonder how much money they lost right because i guarantee you people's like oh i'm not going at 2 p.m and they just went somewhere else yeah so uh that's our that's our theater and then also when we left there was a woman that was very excited about it you know karen was doing our extrovert thing to try to get attention and she linked up with another extrovert that was also (laughs) trying to get attention and then i just let them do their thing and when we left it seemed like it was a couple that was arguing or something uh that was trying to i think the woman was like about to go in the theater for some reason when we were coming out at first i thought oh they're just trying to sneak into movies but then i look back she never went in i think she was just looking for people or something trying to get away from that dude or something because then he was saying something like call so-and-so then call them tell them they can't fuck with me or whatever i was like whoa what's going on but by that point enough people were outside that the dude i seen the dude get up to to leave and i was like wow right what a day anyway it was let's talk about these trailers all right number one the creator a new john david washington film is from the the director of rogue one uh Mm. it's a future where ai is the killing us and we killing ai and uh, the last threat to humanity is an artificial intelligent child that looks like a hybrid between a robot and a and a person and it seems like john david washington sold the humans out and sided with the ai to protect it from the humans uh what do you think 
uh, i think it's gonna be good uh, uh hopefully it will be good because i know that the, the that movie was a good movie and so it's rogue one yes rogue okay. one i really enjoyed rogue one mm-hmm. um so it's it's gonna be something where it's gonna tug at them emotional strings but it also like it's gonna have some action in it it's not gonna be like uh just slow walking and talking so it's gonna be a little bit more to it um mm-hmm. But I'm not even gonna lie. It's one of those movies that I don't think I go to the movie theater. I think I would mm. actually watch it when it comes streaming. Like I would go, oh, that's good, but it's not something that I would actually just leave my house to go see. Just looking at the trailer. Yeah, the the design of the robot people in it reminds me of uh, Ex Machina, which is a great movie. Mm-hmm. I can see um, that. But yeah, I think I. I mean, it looks good. I don't know if I see it in the theater or not, to be honest, but it looks like it would be a fun watching the theater um i'm sure there'll be more trailers before it drops and we'll see but um i don't know there's just something about it something about it felt like unless they have some sort of unique twist to the story i i don't know it just feels like it's i don't something I, i've kind of already seen yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so um let's see what else we got here uh talk to me horror movie about but yeah it's a horror a24 horror movie i don't like horror movies that especially ones that look kind of kind of silly to me and this one looks silly to me oh y'all know i don't do horror so y'all not gotta worry about me no yes yeah, and it's not i just want to separate myself from karen on this and that it is not about being scared i don't I don't give a fuck about being scared right. movies don't really scare me for the most part because they're not real they didn't actually happen all the people are still alive um you know uh so i'm not affected in that way right but you know it's like if i watch fast and furious and i'm like oh no all those people died i'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight that's crazy that's it's a fucking movie but the a24 thing is that i know they're known for horror but i find some of the horror tropes to be so like paint by the numbers at this point and it just feels like horror has like getting like the level of quality for something to be greenlit is hard right now is just like whatever so um yeah it just it didn't move me but i think horror fans are living in heaven right now because everything's getting greenlit a24 is in the house yeah yeah you know if you really into horror i would see somebody going that's my jam when does that shit come out no hard feelings is a jennifer lawrence comedy by the same person people that brought you good boys um it's like she's gonna babysit a 19 year old kind of not even babysit she's supposed to like care for watch over him and the, and the insinuation that she's supposed to fuck this 19 year old to get him to come out of his shell and start living his life because his parents are worried he's just like a uh a kid that sits in his room all day playing video games or not having a social life you know maybe i'm sure there's gonna be jokes about he could be an incel and all this type of shit there's i mean I, there's a lot of comedy that can happen in a premise like this mm-hmm. um but i i probably won't be seeing it yeah. i probably won't be seeing it either uh and like i said if i do see it i definitely would catch it on streaming yeah uh because i was just i don't think i've i've ever seen her in a comedy i was like oh you going outside of the box with the comedy because you know she normally yeah. don't do comedy yeah she's pretty funny in real life and in her interviews and stuff mm-hmm. like that I, I mean i don't know that she's never done a comedy but i i probably haven't seen it oh that's true i haven't seen her you in know a comedy like most of the stuff that she that i've seen her in it has not been comedy yeah it's been serious stuff right. you know but that's the kind of stuff we watch um if we're being fair to her we agreed i'll go see her in the hunger games before i go see her in this you know but it could be funny it you know uh i saw some 
yeah because she was an x-men and stuff yeah I, I i saw some areas where it could be funny you know yeah yeah it okay just, but even in that her role wasn't funny and yeah well oh and funny stuff she was in don't look up you didn't watch that it's on netflix it's pretty good okay um she was good in it um and yeah like i like a lot of her other stuff is like serious acting and uh dramatic acting so i don't know i haven't seen all of it to be able to go through oh right right but uh anyway um so yeah that one i'm sure it'll be fun it's just not for me in my opinion um the meg too the trench i never saw the first meg i heard good things but i feel like the people that said it was good no yeah offense to them it's like it's like it's like venom i know that y'all only liked it because y'all have a much lower bar for shit when it don't have like a marvel label on it or disney label or you know something like when it doesn't have a brand behind it people lower the bar so fucking low that it's Mm -hmm. like it was actually good and then when i go see it i'm like this isn't fucking good and you know it's not good so i had i decided not to watch the first one because i just do not i refuse to believe that it's actually good i think it's silly like fast and the furious is probably silly right um but yeah the mag to the trench is a funny trailer it's very comedic and maybe that's maybe the whole series is just supposed to be comedy but i'm not even interested in that kind of comedy uh, maybe i'll catch it streaming one day oh same the flash transformers we talked about strays uh, i think it was almost the same trailer as the first one i think it was i actually do want to see strays this, the, every time i see that trailer i laugh and i'm like this shit is actually gonna be really funny <laughs> like i'll be a little surprised if it's not funny i'll be dis. i want to go see it in the theater and i think i'll be disappointed if it's not funny but uh, i can see that like the dogs getting high on the mushrooms the dogs like talking about the couches and all this will ferrell jamie fox i really think it has a really good chance to be funny uh five nights at freddy's only thing i know about this is my niece loved this game yes that's all i know and that and was it's like a weird game that was like five six years ago she loved this game right but she loved this game and so i guess it must be popular enough that they gave it a a, a show a movie mm-hmm. and it and i seen her play like once or twice and i was looking at that screen like the fuck is this yeah horror is not for me uh mostly because it seems silly but i don't know maybe there i don't know the lore of five night at freddy's to to get it also i know adults play a game too i just yeah i was introduced to my to my niece and lastly a new trailer for uh christian uh christopher nolan's oppenheimer dropped is a much better trailer than the first ones yes because the first one i was every time i was like i can't pronounce it and then what the fuck is it about every time i was so goddamn confused yeah the first ones are just cryptic for no reason i like christopher nolan i'm a big fan of like his some of his earlier work i think the last few things have gotten needlessly convoluted with the storytelling and i don't know why he's chosen to go that route um like you don't have to you don't have to surprise shock us every time sometimes you just make a good movie and and that's the that's the thing that's good about it you know 
doesn't have a have to have a squish surprise squish fusion or whatever brian said on family guy but anyway um the, it looked good enough for me to want to watch it i just don't know if i'll see it in the theater the thing nolan has going for him is the james cameron effect which is he filmed all that shit with them imax cameras mm-hmm. so if i do watch it i'll probably have to drive out to the imax theater which is a little further away which kind of puts another burden on the film for me mm-hmm. where it's like all right if i don't see this shit in the imax then i'm not gonna see it you know? right it's just not worth it because the thing is it's almost like uh uh, uh hd you know mm-hmm. it's like he he spend them on the cameras he so you go okay if i'm gonna see this i'm gonna do the best of the best with his shit right all right that's it let's get into this film fast x uh starring of course uh vin diesel michelle rodriguez jason statham jordana brewster tyrese Ludacris, natalie emmanuel charlize theron john cena song kang helen marin brie larson is in here uh scott eastwood uh jason momoa is a turn as a new villain um i mean you got you know if you if you listen to this uh you, you know if you've watched any of these movies you're familiar with most of the people i just named um and then it, it brings in alan richson his aims uh you may know him from um jack reacher uh so all right let's talk about it karen give me something oh wait did i say the plot the plot is dom toretto and his family are targeted by the vengeful son of a drug kingpin hernan reyes all right karen let me get your positive thing my number one thing is jason momoa Mm-hmm. he stole the motherfucking show because when i first started seeing the commercial i was like oh he looked like he's gonna cool it up real good mm-hmm. and you know that was one thing that kind of drew because i was like oh he i was like whatever he's doing he's all in right and but y'all every time he shows up if you listen to him he be having lines he be overacting he, it's, it's just so over the top that i'm like yes you are literally selling this character it would be when he he would do shit like he'd be doing shit and would like jump for no reason and and like his hand gestures and the way he was moving around and and talking to everybody i was all in i was i was i was like it in this series if you're gonna have a villain this is the villain like like this is how the villain should be you should be just as fucking ridiculous as they are if you if you don't match their energy with the over the topness it, it defeats the purpose and that's why i it actually enjoy him a lot better than i enjoyed charlize theron mm-hmm. because she was kind of mellow kindly like okay mm-hmm. you here but you not it ain't the same vibe when they change the villain i think the way this series is going in is going to be great because i was like i'm in he stole the show every time he was on the screen i was looking forward to whenever he would show up again even when i just even when he wasn't on the screen if he was talking to somebody through a motherfucking walkie-talkie he still had lies i was like yes yeah he does he's the first villain in a while that doesn't seem like he's gonna join the crew next week you know like he felt it very much like yeah um i'm crazy i'm fucked up i want to kill your whole family uh i don't give a fuck about nobody and you know that's kind of what you need you know for these films because i think where the series stalled out for me wasn't in the over the top ridiculous and all that stuff like that stuff to me is almost like comedy 
i look forward to the ridiculousness of it um honestly if you did not find those things endearing about the series i'm i'm honestly shocked you're watching the 10th movie in the franchise (laughs) right but for the like other stuff like i'm like i okay i've given you the the bar of you can be silly and ridiculous you lose me when like everybody becomes friends at the end every time it's like well some people just gotta be bad guys and i would like it to be the charismatic people not just every charismatic actor joins the crew and so it was fun this time to have a villain who just felt like he was gonna be a villain when the credits rolled so um yeah jason momoa was high intensity coonan i've not seen coonan like this in a while like he was Mm -hmm. so it it was top level it was like he was like y'all want me to do something i'm all in it would not be surprising if some of the shit he did was improvised i was like oh some of that shit definitely wasn't in the script yeah anything he could think of to just take the coon into the next level he just did Mm-hmm. like i, I it's, from the hair dude to the clothes to it was one scene where he was painting toes of a right. of dead people i was like oh you all in let's go yeah i was very impressed with him uh it's just so much fun um a thing that i liked about it um as well was uh the amount of homage and history it's so funny to say these words but that's the true statement but that they acknowledged in the franchise like everything kind of counted quote unquote like Mm -hmm. they would bring up moments and reminders for throughout the series to be like yeah remember when this happened and then they have like a little nod to it and you know at this point jason momoa being the son of a villain from fast five or whatever you're you're getting these moments of like reconnection and recognition throughout the film where you're like oh yeah that is right so i kind of like that in this universe they're you know giving themselves their flowers in their their own way and mm-hmm. I, I i fall for that corny shit every time uh what else me too i actually love the action the action was ridiculous all of the the fighting mm-hmm. was good the car crashes was good the explosions were great and it, and this is one of the movies where every time but like this what but i when i seen the commercials like y'all showing a lot of explosions and shit mm-hmm. like that i was like oh y'all might be showing the whole thing no 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 that is like two uh, percent of mm-hmm. the real like, action i was like oh y'all did so much fucking action y'all was like sure we can give you this because this is a fraction of the shit we were blowing up and doing ridiculous shit and going over the top and i mean it was so much fun that i mean the, i know me and i heard other people was like cracking la- uh, laughing and cracking mm-hmm. up out loud and shit like that and that's why i like to go on thursday night because you get the people that are like kind of all in on right. it and it's not gonna be no bullshit and then so i actually had a ball and the action any type of action was just great yeah it's, it's interesting because there wasn't a lot of people in the theater with us Mm-mm but the people that were in there were all in like it was like everybody that was in the theater was laughing out loud having a good time i like i just like in a way you almost have to appreciate the film for the fact or this this type this franchise you almost have to appreciate this franchise for the fact that they just don't they're not going to they know who the audience is yes they know there's a bunch of people that like silly shit and they're not even trying to like run from it and be like no 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 we have to give them that we're gonna tamp it down it's like no we're gonna go over the top um another thing that worked for me is obviously 
the stunts and special effects and cgi and all that ridiculous shit i mean i can't even pick my favorite ridiculous moment um <laughs> none of it vehicles none of it makes real sense no! right in any way uh uh even like like i said it was self-referential where like aims the bad guy says something like you know like everything read every, all the lines in the in the dialogue read like it's straight off of the poster for the promotion of the film it's like the imdb page and one of them was like they ignore the rules and gravity is or something something like that and i was like that is exactly what is happening gravity doesn't count in the fast and furious world No, gravity what's that i feel like the final fast and furious film is just gonna have to come out and be like this was never happening on earth it was happening in another planet that has 0.35 the gravity of earth and twice the density of the metals <laughs> because how else does it make and humans have steel skeletons that don't break um but yeah i i, I forgot what my original thing was but yeah the stunts in the action mm-hmm. yeah like uh there's a ball that's a bomb that is rolling down the streets of rome and they have to try to play like pinball with it to like keep the vatican from blowing up like just the sentence alone is ridiculous enough to 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 not to not be a movie and also ridiculous enough that it'd be the third act of almost any other action movie this shit was in like the The first first act act. yes it was it's ridiculous um but yeah so uh that was a ridiculous one and like and keep in mind jason momoa doesn't navigate the ball to the vatican like he's not controlling it with a remote he just knew it would ping pong roll down the streets of, of rome to uh to the vatican he just knew i don't know how um so that was a ridiculous one um not to mention a truck flipping over with ludicrous and natalie emmanuel in the front seat and and like they get out unscathed um the car going down the dam was one of my favorite the car going down the dam at the end yes like i just have to highlight i want to highlight these stunts because uh i don't want to have to keep going back and reminding myself throughout the thing the the two helicopters that was a good one too that shoot the car on the bridge he jumps the bridge the helicopters somehow crash together then take out all the cars then he's able to whip the car with the with the debris of the helicopter attached to it whip the car around hit the car that jason momoa has kidnapped his son in spin that car around get his son to jump out the car save his son like just Mwah. the ridiculousness of these stunts and and cgi special effects is why i come to this bullshit and th- this was some of the best like bullshit stunts quote unquote that they've had in a while uh you yes uh and it was funny there was a lot of things that it, it, it to me i'm not trying to funny it got back to some of the hard let me ask you this funny intentionally or funny unintentionally to you like what which one both actually some of it was funny unintentionally and some of it was funny intentionally Mm -hmm. like i liked when um who was it john john cena john cena was was riding with his son Mm-hmm. And they was in the car, and they was making jokes, and you know the baby wanted to cuss, and he was like, "You can't say that." They was sitting there, they was playing that old school music, like that. Like that was actually based in the reality of funny, yeah. not not external things happening. This funny, yeah, no, no, so, no you're right, you're right. So, I, I love John Cena, and I thought the comedy, the scenes with him, I think his comic relief is almost underrated at this point, yes. and I think it's because 
the latest thing to like say uh that you know the latest big thing is to say like uh, dave batista is the big greatest wrestler turned actor of our time it's not even close and i'm like i don't know man the rock and john cena are pretty fucking good as far as they're at least on the same level as dave you know right. like so i i think that john kind of delivers here in a way that dave has a hard time delivering which is the big guy that you can laugh at and laugh with is much hard it's it's not much hard but it's it's hard to do sometimes and i think especially when you're not doing it as the butt of the joke most of the time you're making the jokes like you're being funny like dave batista as drax we're laughing at drax most of the time like mm-hmm. oh look how super he is but to say the funny clever thing mo- like that that makes you laugh especially in this movie it's pretty good for john cena yeah and also i actually enjoyed john cena more in this movie mm-hmm. than i did in the previous one because mm-hmm. the previous one they tried to they I, they took him out as element they yeah. tried to make him you know his yeah you know all hard-faced and rah, rah, i was like something missing here and this one i was like oh this is the version of here that i yes, like i agree that i even think that may have been my complaint about the last movie was like if i see john cena playing the heavy you taking his charisma away mm-hmm. the fun stuff that i like about him the silly shit he's willing to do it's like well now he's just a stoic guy and i i prefer you know him to give us a little bit more um also he dies in this film but it's it's fast and furious so, so who fucking nobody, knows no death yeah like the the he liable to show up at the end to my family yeah gal gadot came back in this one right she fell off a plane yeah we, not off a plane she fell off the a car into a on the runway of a airplane or like an airplane was trying to take off they were driving cars super high speeds to try to stop the airplane from taking off she sacrificed her life basically and died and i think they even like had at least a funeral recognition that she died and here she comes at the end showing up with a sub it's just i guess it's just like listen if wonder woman don't wake work, work out just come on back I, we don't have no rules no reality in our franchise so you can just come on back and I, but i just and i'm here for it yeah of course yeah i'm, I'm not trying to, to make you not be here for it um let's see what else worked for me oh obviously the fights you know that like you got your action and your stunts with the cars and cgi but also there's like very creative fights uh that are always happening do they make sense not no. really it's you know a bunch of bad guys who uh dress like stormtroopers but somehow get knocked out <laughs> even though they the ones with the concussion gear and all that stuff you hit them upside the head they get knocked out you get hit upside the head you you can just get back up you're fine right. um so it's, it's like at some point this just became anime this just became the x-men and it just is what it is but yeah i enjoyed some of the creative fights i think my favorite fight might have actually been michelle rodriguez and yes. Charlize theron like that was a badass moment when she said how much time do we have she said four minutes and she said it'll have to be enough and she started whooping her ass i said oh i love this yes like i know they're gonna be best friends buddies at some point because mm-hmm. they always do but uh yeah it's just i i really liked her that fight um trying to think there's any other great hand-to-hand fights thing oh when john cena and um i think it's jordana brewster fight down like fight throughout the house to protect uh the son yeah that was good too that was a good that was a good like sequence of 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 all the fights and stuff happening so uh i'm trying to think is there any other 
major fights nah i think that's about it for for the fights that i really was like yo this is really fucking fun and dope um oh no no i I don't know why i thought someone oh yes jason statham and han they fought together um that was a good one too so yeah i i I like y'all to like fights and kung fu and shit uh something else that i did like uh talking about uh uh charlise Theron. um i actually enjoyed her more in this one like i said before than her being the villain mm-hmm. it's like it's like she this right here was the perfect tone for her where she wasn't the focal point which means she got screen time but she didn't get a ton of screen time she got like just enough screen time mm-hmm. where you was like okay it's just enough where i get enough of you without getting overstimulated by the fact that you shouldn't be the villain yeah so i you know i like her being almost like it's almost like if you play in the boss game you don't want her to be the big boss but she could be right up underneath the boss right and so i think with them not trying to funny downgrading her to bo- the boss 1a was actually better role for and her. i feel like she kind of had that treatment in the last movie too because cena was really like the big bad until you know and like she kind of played the background um but yeah i I mean charlize theron's such an interesting character she has remained a villain the whole time you have to you know they haven't made her a friend and then this feels like their first attempt to be like well maybe she's gonna be our friend because the enemy of our enemy is our friend um so uh yeah uh anything else for positives oh also i like uh because sometimes maybe just me sometimes they have a weird relationship between uh tyrese and Ludacris. yeah and i actually like this one this mm-hmm. one went back to the basic hey they might fall out they might you know, like they was fighting and just acting the fool and had the jokes and i like when they ramp up the jokes that them two in particular yeah. have with each other because the, it's just something about their chemistry and the way they bounce off of each other and the way they fall out but but oh uh, man i still love you and i like that's that's kind of almost like the heart some of the heart heart of the movie for me and some of that family thing that i love and some i know some of the previous movies they kind of gotten away from that back and forth that they do or if they do it it's not as much as i would like so i really am glad that they went back to that root of them actually being there you know for each other yeah i definitely agree with that um i enjoyed their relationship more this film than a lot of other ones plus i think it's so many characters at this point character development happens in seconds in this film you just don't have time to develop anybody but the main like you know dom and letty maybe so like little stuff like natalie emmanuel's character now knows about cars and like it's such a fast and furious thing because like Ludacris looked at her like oh you know that it comes with twin turbo engines or whatever fuck and then she was like that's right i know stuff now and i was like exactly that's that's no that's that's growth for a film like this yes like, it is like that's that's your character development that that counts for your your character development this movie um so yeah i did i did enjoy uh their relationship and that that moment about like being uh you know friends and 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 leaders and and hugging each other and then going back to talking shit um trying things or anything else uh you know what the runtime for me didn't bother me i know it's long like two hours 20 minutes but i felt like action was happening so much that i really the time went by so yeah like to the point where like honestly 
i know this sounds insane to say with this with this a movie this length about some a plot this thin but when it ends i felt like what like me too where's the rest of the movie yes and i've you know i've I've read that it's like a trilogy or something they don't want to end on fast x they want to do like like the last ride is gonna be three parts and this is only part one and that makes sense now uh especially with the post credit scenes of the the rock showing up Mm -hmm. but yeah it's like the length didn't bother me at all this time what about you no no the the length didn't bother me at all either i actually and all the jokes aside and this is rare it was one of them things where all jokes aside if they would have been like here's all five hours i think i literally would have said they all five hours Mm -hmm you know and that's rare because you know me y'all I'm, I'm 90 minutes let's get up and get the fuck out of here so it's rare that you keep my attention long enough that i'm like oh that didn't even feel like it's that long yep anything else for positive mm-hmm. one last positive for me the rock cameo at the end okay now yes. i really wish the rock had shown up like halfway through the movie and we got like a half a movie of the rock because if you've been listening to my reviews of these films ever since the rock stopped being in them i feel like the film's been missing something yes and i don't i i know that you know you could be like oh it's the plot it's the this i i always knew that these plots weren't that great mm-hmm. i always knew that like um no. this shit was silly and over the top and the deaths and impossible white man stuff i love that genre of impossible white man but the rock took it to another level yes and the films he was in with vin diesel were really good the film he did with jason statham when everybody was on the outs didn't feel as good to me because you could kind of feel and you know it's rock's ego maybe that's the same thing that happened with the dc eu but you could kind of feel like the okay i'm a real star i'm here to kind of take over i'll take the reins from now and i I expect to be doing my own thing over here and so i it felt good to see him back on the screen we only saw him for a little bit but you if if they've squashed the beef and they're working together whether that be the next sequel to this one or whether that be like Hobbs and Shaw 2 or something I don't I don't know what they're gonna do but the rock being featured in this world again is to me like I'm optimistic for the future because he's so fun at being ridiculous and this whole franchise is about being ridiculous yes and I'm and maybe I might be wrong but the reason why they ended up bringing on john cena is because the rock left like Mm -hmm. i think that a lot of the shit he was doing they would have had the rock do Mm -hmm. but because he left i was like well we have to get somebody in here you know to to do this role and it might be why they i don't like i don't know if they killed him but it might be why they kind of was like well this might be your end because we're actually bringing the rock back yeah and so and i think it's going to be fun because now you have two people that are gonna be fucking ridiculous and chewing up the screen when they're in each other's faces and it's gonna be glorious i would love to see the rock and jason momoa going head to head for a lot of the next film i think like i don't even think you got to take it back to the whole crew and everything i know the whole crew is gonna demand to be in it and it's gonna probably be pressure to make sure that the rock's not too big of a part or something because you know internal issues but i would love for the next film to 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 really show luke hobbs going to uh, going at it with with reyes because it's just like that's where the fun starts that's you know Mm -hmm. and also like because of how many times people come back from the dead and shit well all right let's get into negatives i'm sorry uh start with the negatives i'll go first because of how many times people come back from the dead death in this series is meaningless yeah it is like john cena blows up and i can't even 
like dom tries to give you like an emotional moment for vin diesel like the you know the screen like tight saying on his eyes he's making a face and then he gets over it in about a second and i was like of course you get over it in about a second nobody fucking dies like he'll probably be back somehow i don't know how but even though like we saw han's car blow up he was in that car 0.2 seconds before we saw it blow up but somehow he alive Lady. we saw yeah Letty got shot in the fucking face it it just there's nobody no death so sometimes the stakes in this film seem low as fuck because even if you see somebody die you go yeah that's probably not real uh what else for dislikes and i know this might sound silly and it's only because i love marvel brie larson got shot and y'all i know this sounds ridiculous but i was like how dare you shoot captain marvel (laughs) in my head (laughs) you know type of thing but i really uh enjoyed her you know uh she didn't have like a major role yeah but because i like enjoyed like that her like her personally i just wish she would have got a all the all the actors who get characters that don't drive cars pretty much just there to get shot right like you gotta drive they gotta give you some type of car like even even uh luke hobbs the rock drives like big ass trucks and fucking that's true stuff like everybody everybody else got a car car. you know statham yes um i do wonder if there's a like a spinoff plan or something because statham goes off to save his mom the rock is gonna be versus jason momoa like or, or or if they're just gonna use part two of this to like make that kind of it part of the plot i think um, will. another thing for me that didn't work pete davidson is in this for why yeah there this, was no reason this felt like that thing michael bay does where he gets a happening comedian to be in transformers in all his transformers movies and to me they end up being like a 10 minute waste of screen time because i don't care they never really move the plot around mm-hmm. and they're not why i came to the to the theater i yeah like i know they hit with bernie mac and anthony anderson in the like first the one only two but then after that they just start throwing like well who's the let's put a little rail in it's like what what no one came to the theater to be like hope i get to see little rail between optimus prime fighting decepticons no so yeah pete davidson and, and also his character turns out to really not do anything Mm-mm. it just felt like a reason to have him in the film because hey isn't that guy cool he's a big get right now Right. you know I, I felt like we were someone's publicist and we were a hot actress in this franchise and we were like let's move the needle we'll get with pete davis and that's how this felt in the film yeah i didn't come for him i came for blowing up shit and one of them things he wasn't driving no car so the mm-hmm. fuck i care for him for right in in, in this world anything else for negatives Mm-mm. okay i have a couple more go ahead i believe dom son murdered some people in this film oh you're right when when he was out there with his uncle shooting the missiles yeah i believe he murders quite a few people hitting hitting the side of of mountains and shit having them tumble on cars yeah that was like such a wild hilarious choice by everyone involved especially when the film rotates around revolves around this whole family and protecting the innocent my children and Mm -hmm. shit and teaching my boy to drive and and his boy drives like the most ridiculous stunt driving at 13 or however old he's supposed to be but yeah pretty sure murdered several people and no ptsd not really worried about it at all yeah um obviously the fast and furious physics and action all the all the tropes and stuff you know like 
these it's it's such a world that's not grounded in any realism it might as well mm-hmm. be a video game yes um, and they might as well be super villains super villains i mean not super villains superheroes yeah they might cause, as well because dom lifted up a whole ass vehicle one arm with one right. arm and a gun in the other hand so there's times like that that it is kind of like and eh. the other thing i'll say about this it being a trilogy but us not necessarily knowing um i don't like that so it doesn't work on two levels for me on the one level it doesn't like well it doesn't work that y'all leaked so much of the plot i knew the rock was in this before i saw it Mm. like why is that leaking this is like when they said the rock was in shazam 2 or whatever the fuck or or, like it just stop doing stuff like that or like superman's in black adam it's like stop that's not what make it just messes up the especially with it being the final final post credit scene it didn't get the like oh oh my god that i wanted if i would have known if i wouldn't know mm-hmm. also with it being a trilogy the way they cut it off is so like we're not done with this story right and it's almost cartoonishly a trilogy like it's, it's almost like we'll see you next week i was like well bitch i'm right. gonna come back next week what the fuck is this yeah it might as well have ended with to be continued like yeah. that's i'm surprised i ain't flashing on the screen yeah like that's how over the top it was like i think we see dom and flex for like the bridge the dam is about to explode and then we never see him again Mm-mm, and then we son. see yeah then we see letty and uh shalice theron's character get out of prison together and jordana brewster shows up with a with a, a, a submarine in the antarctic and it's like and it's like which okay. also makes no fucking sense because if that prison is underground in antarctic how would the sub be right next anyway i don't know um but yeah it's so like the way it ends is a tr- like with the cliffhanger it does leave a little something like if they don't finish it strong if two isn't just as good or better if three isn't better it, I can come back to this and be like, oh yeah, I retconning this movie wasn't that great for me because you really gave me like half a movie or a third of a movie. Right. Um, you never actually see Vin Diesel fight Jason Momoa. Oh, you know what you don't. Right. Right. And part of that, I guess, is because he has that fucking contract where he can't lose a fight. And oh. so you can't even have him get beat up by jason momoa and then avenge himself in part two or three which most of the these type of movies would do that you know you take that l or someone gets away or something because right, like choose and you're yeah. like okay i understand that but hey but y'all in each other's faces your crew your crew got guns his crew got guns when nobody throw blows yeah like he beats up jason momoa for about 30 seconds on the bridge but it's all like part of jason momoa's plan and all this shit like i i wanted that moment like when he fought the rock in the favelas yes. in brazil and the fight goes on for like five to ten minutes and they're just like throwing each other through shit and falling through roofs and like i wanted something like that with momoa because i feel like he's a villain that can give you that yes. but maybe we'll get that between the rock and momoa i don't know i hope so but yeah those so those are my negatives all right let's rate this zero to five oh five i loved everything about this movie i had a ball i laughed i laughed out loud i giggled i like it gave me everything that i thought it was gonna get and, and to me uh, you know it actually exceeded my expectations I was like okay it's going to be good but with uh jason in it and stuff mm-hmm. like that and, and he his acting was just mwah. i was like oh i'm all in and i really really am really excited about the next one well i'm gonna cheat and do that thing i do sometimes and give it two different ratings so the first rating is this 
whatever you gave fast nine is your score for fast 10 more than likely okay most people it's gonna because i feel like there's a type of person that doesn't really fuck with this franchise but will watch the movies and then be like this is terrible it's so ridiculous if you're that person then this nothing changed it didn't hop on the yeah, tracks and it get back to you know like reality it did not it is just as over the top and ridiculous as the last one better villain in my opinion mm-hmm. but um so you got that and then the second one i'll give the rating as just like a movie like an actual like go to the movies to watch a movie is it good probably like two out of two and a half out of five like no i'll I'll give it a it's not like you're like you're not walking out like it was well acted you're not gonna walk Mm -hmm. out be like oh my god the writing like the writing's pretty much the way it's been Mm -hmm. um it's so it's just to me i think you know how you feel based off of the if you fuck with this franchise or not i think it's one of the better iterations of the franchise i don't know where i would rank it but probably closer to the top half than the bottom half yeah it would be in the top five yeah and i and i probably would have put fast nine as a fast fan towards the bottom so so i think it's better than than the last one but i can't honestly sit up here and tell you it's this great movie because i just i really just think that's a lot of people that either you either know or you don't or you you either know how you feel or you don't care right so all right feedback sport movie review 443 guardians of the galaxy volume 3 uh ronan Raphael says salutations from the newest member of the guardians of the galaxy i'm only on the screen in the select theaters i'm group's cousin as proof i got special discounts on group bark t shout out to james gunn for beautifully wrapping up this trilogy the third movie was just mwah i was fascinated to see the introduction of high the high evolutionary and the changes made to his comic book costume i had been expecting him since dr strange uh multiverse of madness because they went to the mountain where in the x-men cartoons the high evolutionary kidnapped wanda and petro's babies to be raised by one of his creations james gunn always gave me a good time with guardians of the galaxy and that's enough for five stars for me i'm impressed with the yeah I, yeah i saw wonder gore in dr strange but like marvel's interesting like that because like you can see something in a movie but that don't mean it's gonna be the actual like origin or plot for a character so like maybe high evolutionary they'll get into a backstory where and they and they will tell this backstory how he kidnapped Mar- uh, magneto's children and stuff but also mm. they could just not do that like he's just the guy that runs orgo corp or whatever in space and that won't be his evolution or that won't be his uh origin anyway i'm impressed with how multiple character arcs developed in this movie um while rocket was the heart mantis telling peter to go check on his family on earth was a big yes yes he was grieving gamora but he had always been the kid who ran from his when his mom teached out reached out with her dying breath ran away from everyone in fear and been running since he finally stopped running and went back annihilation peter quill coming i'm fine with recasting zoe and dave as gamora and drax uh i hope that marvel goes with a taller woman like in the comics tall find out there who can act i trust kevin i appreciate both actors and thank them for their service shout out to zoe being generous and freeing up one of the franchises that she is in for someone else blessing sister yeah i don't know that they're talking about recasting them or not i don't yeah i in the way this goes 
they with everybody all of them they kept it mm-hmm. open-ended like you know what i'm saying where any of them literally can come back at any period of time they could go on with rocket and a new crew and literally just keep keep the series going with the whole mother batch if they choose to yeah so i don't know i don't know like i'm not i yeah i feel like recasting is a little tricky but could happen um i wouldn't be necessarily against it but i like the way that it ended and i think mm-hmm. it would be fine to move on with those characters not coming back agreed um shit honestly you can move on without the guardians of the galaxy truly coming back like if you mm-hmm. wanted to they could just start being like you know people that show up in like a thor movie and shit mm-hmm. finally back to the super mario movie my four-year-old calls it peaches movie still asks me every day when we're going to see miles morales see what happens when you try to spoil your, your kid and they now start making demands she wasn't impressed that another movie didn't start right after mario ended damn you streaming i'll train her creed style before her second cinema experience oh mm. like adorable oh. peaches movie saying like agony says this is how a mic drop is done james gunn's guardians films feel uh feeling the most like what the director envisioned when we had those massive butterflies in our stomachs before the release of the original three otherworldly bangers in a decade if this is a if this is an indication of what gun will do at dc his ideas will absolutely be in good hands yeah you know another thing i didn't think about until uh i heard like um newsy and keith talking about it on uh chew and a and they didn't seem to like the movie that much and i was thinking you know one of the things that probably benefits me is i don't know white people music no so like when i hear the song i might faintly recognize it or something but it, i don't even know what the mood or the lyrics are mean so I, I i'm not sitting around like this is really forced to me all the music's been forced the whole time because i they're not my songs so to me it's like oh the, here comes another song every 10 minutes and it, it at best it's something i'm mildly familiar with but almost never is it something i know right. so i was thinking like in a way that might have enhanced my enjoyment because i'm i'm not thinking like oh this isn't the song you should have picked or oh two on the knowns i'm thinking like yeah okay yeah that's a song that's 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 how i felt about it too and i was like okay song is grooving let's go like i know earth went and fire and in that scene i was like oh yeah this really has nothing to do with this scene it's like cool spacey Mm -hmm. vibes but the the actual i know this song enough to know that it ain't got shit to do with this right uh but yeah anyway uh the film demonstrated the growth of many characters some human and some not rocket's journey as is simply as is simply why gun is good at shit like this it's an earned backstory with tons of gravitas it also helps that his maker is such a gigantic piece of shit there's a high evolutionary play effortlessly by chuck wudu iwuji um who knew i'd be sniffing sniffling at the trauma of dismembered broken animals trying to just be chris pratt is so good at star lord probably his best performance out of the three guardian films love the way his character grows in this film mantis nebula drax groot uh and even someone as simple as adam warlock in some way shape or form grow uh from how he or she began from the first film it's a very earnest film like prior entries yet even more so because of what was written to screen it did get a bit too weird for my taste but i just think that's just the authenticity of the cast and crew's outwardly talents taking shapes yeah i think also like the we can't escape the meta situation which is we know so much about the universe and the actors and the 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 directors and all this stuff so like some of this stuff was 
in in the movie or the script it's almost like wow that's interesting everyone's saying goodbye why is this in the film these characters ostensibly will continue and be together or they're going to continue to exist and i'm like this is for us in the crowd this is our they wanted to take the time out and find a way it didn't neatly narratively fit but they wanted to find a way that we could all sit around and be like goodbye dave batista Mm -hmm. goodbye zoe saldana you know they wanted us to have that moment um and that's something that i you know it worked for me but i get why people are there's some people that it was like you know it was weird or you know it doesn't you know it's it's clunky at the end and that's that's a good point yeah yeah and i could see that you know uh and and i could see if they just do it and come back and they just not there people go well what the fuck happened y'all didn't explain right that's what i'm saying because it got too meta we know too much Mm -hmm. we know they might not come back so we're sitting around like to me it's why i didn't mind it Mm -mm. but i can see why somebody would mind it because all these other marvel movies don't end like that right like like think about it um chris hemsworth is possibly not gonna play thor again or for a while we didn't end the last thor with him being like goodbye i have to go on a space journey out of nowhere because it's like what why would thor do that but if the actor is like hey man i'm not coming back y'all gotta figure something out then i think there's like a good body audience doesn't get to say if you don't write something that says we're all hugging we're all being emotional we're all about to go on journeys and we're not killing the characters we're just going off somewhere and i think it was for us as an audience to be like okay goodbye good job yeah and not only for the actors but for james gunn i think you know it it was like an all-inclusive type of thing exactly it's meta like it's so meta at this point i can see why people feel like it's forced Mm. you know um marvel will be fine but they'll miss gun stylings i don't know who will be in a position to handle star lord and the other guardians in the future mcu movies it'll be different for sure looking forward to dc's future you got guys got a winner lastly sean says i mean this is a great movie it did everything you want more filming the corridor sequence in a way reminiscent to the single shot kung fu action with the tight-knit interaction of a well-honed machine was masterful uh the only negative i had for the film was the end star lord will return i mean nothing against Pratter's character but he was the only one that i didn't feel the desire to see more of yeah he is he has kind of arced out I, I mean i just enjoy watching him play that character me too but narratively you're there's i mean there's not much space for him to continue to grow but you could honestly say that about almost every character we've watched these characters throughout the marvel universe for however many years it's been now they've gotten three films they've been in the the joint films they've been in like thor ragnarok they've had their own specials yeah like it's not really a ton left for any of them to do especially with some of these characters being such simple archetypes from james gunn that you know the complexity lies in just pushing against type and being like actually drax can be smart or funny oh look actually mantis can fight you know like we're kind of running out of shit you know and because we saw the origins of a lot of these characters gamora we saw um in uh infinity war Mm -hmm. same thing with nebula so i don't know um i want to see more stories of nowhere with nebula and drax that could definitely develop into an interesting dynamic yeah i feel like that could they might i mean well shit no david t ain't coming back i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do with that because i was gonna say 
if batista would reprise the role it's the kind of thing where if they made a disney plus series or something i'd be like oh that's fun yes but I, I see that being he really, probably ain't coming back fun, yeah uh type of thing and like i said it's going to be interesting and like i said they let they leave shit open because like you said you never really know because i'm not trying to be funny a lot of the roles and a lot of the parts he's done outside of outside of this particular character they ain't been hitting like this one yeah he could do a fast x and be like i went out tried my hand at more dramatic roles and blah 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 and hey i'm ready to take my shirt off again you know mm-hmm. put me in the bodysuit whatever he yeah. takes right? well not even a bodysuit it's just funny when people are like yeah he's not gonna be able to act with no shirt for his whole career i'm like then just put a shirt on him right drax wears a shirt now it'll be fine he wore a fucking shirt after this movie yeah nobody was upset yeah like why are y'all t- anyway uh i want to see the new guardians with papa rocket got his adolescent brood and cosmo i want to see mantis and her three puppies on a journey of self-discovery uh gamora's rise through the ranks of the ravagers is also fertile ground for storytelling even if the actress retires and is replaced that leaves us a star lord the most milquetoast boring member of the team he finally grows just enough to realize what many of us have realized all along rocket should have been the captain the whole time then he goes to visit family i mean good that he's finally starting to mature but he's still not that engaging thanks for the great reviews i look forward to listening to your reviews after watching the movies i may even watch creed 3 when it comes out in a couple weeks japanese release times can get a little crazy just so i can enjoy your review keep being great thank you sean thank you thank you everybody who wrote in and appreciate y'all listening and sharing this i hope you enjoyed our uh movie review and we'll be back with another movie review i'm sure soon whether it's solo or together and uh until next time peace peace